Yeah, what's going on, people? What's up, my babies? The Macchiato Podcast. I'm Cameron Macchiato, a.k.a. Raz, chilling with you. Uh, I'm recording this on Sunday, yeah, because I had some shit to talk about. Yeah, um, but it's like it's like one thing that happened, and I don't know if I can stretch it to 20 minutes, but I just might, dude. I just might. Because, yay, something happened. Something amazing happened. The dude who was asking my boys... He's selling insurance. He's asking my boys, and I was like, "What the fuck? You asked those guys. They didn't ask me, you know." So I'm. So I actually thought it was because, um, I actually thought it was because he, I'm, I'm like low profile and some shit. He didn't. I'm not on his radar. Uh, and this this bitch stalked me. And he fucking did some research, dude. <laughs> he just he messaged me. Um, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this shit up. This is the most insurance agent shit ever. I'm just gonna put him on blast because what's he gonna do? You know? E- even if he even if he injures me right, then maybe he'll get a customer for his insurance shit. Um Okay. Big sir This is really I've never been called that nickname in my life, but okay. Big sir. Even my girl doesn't call me that. Um no, as in it, it well she doesn't call me sir. Okay. Moving on. It has truly been a long time and you have gone to do stand-up and even started a podcast series. V-Mad. Haha. Double exclamation mark. How disingenuous is that? Two ha's and two exclamation marks. That's... In like an actual conversation with a friend, that never happens. Right? Like, the ha-ha is lowercase and then there's two exclamation points it's like the exact opposite of an, uh, a genuine laugh as in a genuine text laugh uh, not sure if you have heard but I'm currently working in a local financial advisory firm of course why else would you text me it's not my birthday and you don't text me for my birthday even though it's been 10 years Uh, financial advisory firm and I am in the midst of an onboarding quality clients shut the fuck up onboarding dude onboarding is the most annoying whatever it's like it's kind of like the word penultimate you like everybody knows what it means but then you say it you not even to sound sophisticated you say it because somebody higher up in the chain told you to say it it's like one of those straight times CNA news sounding words like you know it's 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 a pedantic word but the word pedantic is also a pedantic word you know what i mean it's like don't say onboarding just say i need clients i need customers you know some onboarding my god (sighs) onboarding quality clients okay well, good to know that you're only going for quality clients. I didn't know financial advisors can be choosy. From our time in uh, secondary school, you were definitely one of the m- one of the more banter and hardworking guys. What? What? In SGI, this bitch, all he did was scold me 
because I wasn't playing bridge properly. And I wasn't playing basketball properly. And I wasn't playing phone games. It's okay, basically all this guy ever did was play games as a kid. Uh, you know. I'm not saying that's why he's a financial advisor. Okay, I'm not saying it. But you're thinking it. Banter and hardworking. What do you even talk about, man? <sighs> Which is exactly why you are someone I would want to work with on your personal planning journey exclamation mark again man i mean it's it's very clear there's a rub ru is it a rubric or a kind of like a format they have to follow you know you gotta you, you gotta like compliment to say something about yourself compliment and then like what can i do for you i can take your money um let's see I was hoping to have the opportunity to sit down with you and explore a bit more about what I do. No thanks. If you are open, what uh, would next week, weekdays or weekends, what the fuck? Would next week, weekdays or weekends be better for you? Smiley face. Damn. Dude, you know, if you did this to a girl, you'd be labeled a simp in like, Negative three seconds. Because that's what it's like. It's the end of the message. I told him I'm not interested. Um, if he bothers me some more, then I'll just roast him. It's interesting. He just stalked my... He probably stalked my IG or some shit. And he was like, okay, comedy, podcast. That's what he's doing. He didn't even listen to the podcast because I, I bashed on him before. You know? We'll see. After this comes out, if he texts me, you know, then... Ooh. Maybe this is what happens, huh? When <sighs> you don't listen to the older generation, because the older generation is always nagging you, right? So at this point in time, you realize that, uh oh, they were right. I don't know. But it's kind of, I don't know, man. It's kind of like, this is kind of the problem with society as well, like in today's day and age, because. Okay, we grew up thinking, like, don't talk to strangers, that kind of thing. Okay, um, that's good if you're a kid. But if you're an adult, right, you can talk to strangers, but then it turns out that most of the people who want to talk to you are trying to sell you something or are trying to fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, it's never, it's never like a mutual beneficial thing. You know, it's, never, it's not like a genuine caring thing. It's like, it's always, they're trying to extract some shit out of you. And then they're on to the next one. So that's how it works, man. That's how it works. Um, a sort of half exception I think is Christians because when Christians come up to me and uh, they try to promote their religion um, they're not really selling me Christianity because they don't really get any money from it right so they're really trying to spread the word I don't know um, what really motivates them perhaps they really do have a collective belief in a higher power and then that's what drives them yeah good for them you know a whole bunch of very positive people but uh yeah, keep your positive uh, some distance away from me. I like I like being dark. I like being, you know, cruel and miserable. It's a trip. Yeah, man. Um, the thing is, so you grow up, and uh, 
as a so-called young adult, let's say, not adult, let's say young adult, right? You come across people who talk to you out of nowhere, right? You realize that they actually want something from you. So now we subconsciously learn that, okay, well, when I was a kid, if somebody's talking to me, they want to rape me. And when I'm an adult, if somebody's talking to me, they want to rape me and my bank account. You know, it's kind of, that's kind of how the actions of people around you have taught you to be like because um, it's there's just because there's a lot of sexual offenses going on you know Sylvia's doing okay, it's not, I'm not saying Sylvia's doing a lot of shit but she's you know being put on blast for all the stuff that she did um, so there's a lot of bad shit going on and uh, the media is covering it extensively so I'm sure all kinds of horrible things were happening since the beginning of history but now they're just getting more and more coverage um, good for those media outlets and news uh, companies, man. And their ad revenue must be through the roof, you know, with how persistent they are in chasing after leads and those leads actually bear fruit. So good job. Good job, news guys. Good job. Might be a very profitable venture. Definitely more, definitely better than financial advisor. Like what the fuck? Uh, so, yeah. So two things. We grow up learning that stay away from people and then after you're an adult you think well i don't need to stay away from people i can actually communicate with somebody then you realize how self-involved and selfish everybody is and uh you you realize all right fuck people i'm out i'm out it's crazy man crazy shit um a buddy of mine uh I realized something. Uh, dude, we need to talk about loneliness real quick. I think there's a whole bunch of people, right, who don't know that they are lonely. Like, they don't realize it. Only, it's kind of like common sense. Only the people around you can notice if you are or aren't. Like, if you have no common sense, you won't know, but the people around you know, right? And if you are lonely, there's a good chance that you don't know. But the people around you, well, it took me some time, but I, I realized that some people are lonely. Because, here, dude, here's the craziest thing. When somebody, like, overshares, talks too much, when you didn't ask them, or you ask them a one-mark question and they give you a 16-mark response, there's a good chance that they are lonely as fuck. Because they have all these things, all these thoughts in their head, and they have nowhere to dump it. And then they want to think by talking you know it's holy shit you know dude there's a Vietnamese monk his name is uh, um, he has a great quote which basically says uh, you should let somebody talk not because you are interested in the information but because you allow them to express themselves I'm like that's that's so true man that is so true, dude. Because people are lonely. People are fucking lonely. And uh, there's no way for there's no way for them to think out loud. You know. They need to think by speaking. People used to journal, man. I don't know why. Uh, I guess I guess because journaling became blogging and then blogging became facebook and then facebook became twitter and then twitter became ig and then ig became tiktok 
right? So the whole concept of journaling is just, it's just you just throw it out of the window. You threw the baby out with the bathwater. Because, in fact, you probably associate writing with schoolwork, right? Especially if you're an art student, you know, you're going to do so many papers and readings and all that, right? So you're not really interested in long-form writing or reading anymore because you associate that with... Um, you associate that with basically grades and getting a job and that kind of that kind of endeavor. Like for example, there's no way for me to code my emotions. You know, I can't do a Python script, which is basically my journal because I can't because I associate uh, Python with uh, work. I mean, I do enjoy it. Uh, I do code for fun sometimes. You know, some uh, some puzzles that come to my mind, I'll just try to implement it, and see uh, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, but Oh man, there's a good number of people who have no one to talk to or have nowhere to dump this mass of Im information. Like really, you know? And it's not even just content, it's like their elaboration of it, what they think about it, which is so, which is, which is really sad, but I don't give a fuck. You know, Get put that shit aside. You know what I think happened, dude? If you if you grew up as an only child, right? You would realize that oh, now with this pandemic, everybody's being locked in, and uh, they can't really go out. Or you you know you have to, if you go out, you need to wear a mask, and you're lazy, so you don't do that, and you don't exercise. You you basically you you're so constrained suddenly, right, dude? You guys are now only children. It's basically the same. It's basically the same. It's just that. People like us, we were born into it, so we know how to deal with it. So, so yeah, people with siblings, welcome to our hell. You know, the only children we we know what it's like. We're used to it. We're like, okay, you know what? Let's fucking <laughs> let's fucking read a book or some shit, dude. You know, let's. We're very good at killing time because we, we if you're you know if you're an only child and you both working parents, you got to do something. You know, to kill time. Maybe you just spend the entire day watching SpongeBob. It happens. It fucking happens. Yeah. The whole society is now experiencing the childhood of an only child. Ooh. I feel so. Um, is it vindicated? Vindicated? V vitilated? Okay, vindicated means like to clear some of blame or suspicion. Um, oh, to show or prove to be right. Yep, yep, vindicated. Yep. Yeah, man. Feels good. Feels good. It's kind of like... Um, it's it's kind of like... There's this book by Stephen King. It's called Under the Dome. It's a thick book, really thick book. I think it's about... Two or three thousand pages or some shit. Let me just look it up. Under the dome pages. Huh? Thousand? Uh, that's weird. Okay. It's a thousand pages. Felt like a lot of pages. How many pages is um, 1Q84? 1Q84 by Haruki Murakami. 932 pages. Oh, okay. Wait, then which book has... Which book has 2,000 pages? Which book is? Hmm. Probably like. Uh, 
Aragon or Bersingo or some shit, lah. You know? Which was written by like a kid. That was such a flex, man. It's a, it was like a 15-year-old kid and he's writing books longer than, you know, Stephen King's books and shit. It was like a, such a flex, dude. Like this, this is a kid who knew nothing about life but then wrote some stories about dragons and shit and then he made it. What the fuck? Let me, let me look it up. Aragon author. Ah, Christopher Paulini. Yeah, he started writing Aragon when he was 15, self-publishing it at 19 before landing a major publishing deal. Elders and Bersinger. 25 million copies. Good for him, man. Good for him. Good for him. American. He's basically the entrepreneur of authors or some shit because he's so self-made, right? So anyway, uh, in the book Under the Dome by Stephen King, what happens is this town in New England, USA, fictional town called Maine, uh, suddenly falls prey to a force field uh, which which covers the entire town and nobody can leave the town. So it's basically a lockdown. And uh, it's very interesting to see how people turn on each other over the course of the book, some a lot of people commit suicide, uh, and they try to figure this shit out. And uh, all the characters were so well written. And I and I read it when I was in NS, and I realized that like, wow. So this is something that I'm not saying you have to prepare for, but something like this could happen in life soon. You know, basically, I don't mean like uh, specifically a lockdown or a war, that kind of thing, but there's a very good chance that at some point in life you will be put into a situation where you are heavily constrained. What are you going to do about that? What, do you, what are you going to do when you have nothing and you can do nothing? You know? What about that? What about a pseudo-internment? How are you going to deal with that? And that's what NS teaches you, man. Because, you know, no phone, uh, you know, no uh, McDonald's, no movies, computer all that kind of shit what do you do what do you do if it's 3 a.m and you're waiting for the hours to pass you're exhausted what do you do you read it's the best thing you can do because it kills time and you achieve a massive roi for the time invested in the books you learn such that you make the most out of your time anyway yeah, so I think a lot of people are now experiencing uh, a little bit of a renaissance or a resurgence, right? Let's see what renaissance means. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Renaissance or resurgence, something like that. Um, or a resurrection of a lonely childhood. A lonely, only child childhood. It's kind of like Bane's underground prison that they throw Batman into. Bane was born into it. You know? Batman had to escape it. It's good, man. It's very interesting. But (sighs) I'm way too old to listen to tirades and lectures. Lectures which, you know, aren't according, uh, which aren't in line with my career goals, especially. So I just don't give a fuck, man. Holy shit. All you, you're not enlightening anybody. If anything, you're just 
providing more evidence that you're lonely and uh, I feel bad for you. Peace.